Trekkies and Trekkers. Welcome to this amazing Star Trek podcast on Trek Tuesday. I'm your host, Dorinda, and together with my lovely co-host, Amanda Hopper, we recap every two weeks an episode of Star Trek TNG. All the episodes will be recapping chronically following. We will approach each episode with humor and a fenomenal luck. Today we recap the episode 11001001. So guys, um, let's call Amanda again for this recap. Hello, girl. How are you? Well, hello. What's up? It's uh, a little chilly today. It was, I think this morning was negative 14, it felt like. But tomorrow, here's the kicker. It's going to go up to plus 14, they said, for tomorrow, but with rain. Oh, and my gosh. I know. I don't know if you saw that picture I posted on Twitter about the Petty Kodiak River, of how yeah, it flooded I did. over the bank. Yeah. Yeah. Every time we get rain or snow melt, that happens with a lot of rain or a lot of snow melt. Like oh, it gets okay. crazy every year. Every year, like that. And part of the road, I was at my sister's today. We went to get the mail and drop some stuff off. Part of the road had a bit of a washout heading towards Wheaton Settlement, like the edge of the sidewalk. Part of the road was messed up a little bit. What else is new? <laughs> well, my my news is is that you guys were lucky because I just have been uh, without electricity for almost six days. We we only had a little bit of electricity that we could uh, have on the fridge and the cooker and charge our phone, and that was it. So it was a little bit the thing if we could record tonight. FR matters, of course, uh, afternoon. So um, I'm happy to hear again. I'm happy to up and running again. So, Woo-hoo! so the recap for today is uh, of the episode one one zero zero one zero zero one, the binary episode. Yeah, with the I think there were two sets of those characters that. They're like basically two sets of twins almost that look the same. And they had to do like a maintenance thing on the ship. Yeah, they went to and... Starbase 74 and yeah. Enterprise D had a uh, great maintenance. I think that's after when they just left Starbase, uh, Star of uh, Space Dog, and it's been. I think a few years, maybe to to come back and do the re, uh, maintenance. It's but it was really well weird in a way because the crew of the Enterprise would have short leave, and mm. not only short leave, but there will be maintenance and and, and engineering people from. Uh, the star base on the Enterprise. And with, uh, of course, the binary people. I was about to say, like, when they were talking to each other, they they would be, like, clicking, like, kind of, like, clicking to each other. And then when yeah, they talked to whoever a... was on the Yeah, their, uh-huh. their own language was, like, clicking and stuff in binary code. And then they, when they talked to Wesley or anyone else, they'd speak their language of whoever they were talking to. I, think I thought it was pretty one, cool. I think, yeah, but there was a, that language was also very fast. 
Yeah. Like I don't know if you know gone. this, but it's like it's... a motorboat. Mm-hmm. Like it was super fast. It's... Let's put it this way: it's like me when I'm on coffee. I tend to talk really fast. <laughs> it's just a... yeah, no, it's just comparing me to them because they were talking really fast and there were little um, clicks and talks to each other when they were talking to each other. And when they were talking to Wesley and stuff, they seemed to slow down. But one would say one thing, the other one would say something after the other one. They keep going back and forth. Yeah, because they work and live in pairs. Yeah. You could it, you could also, um, well, I don't want to say um, compare it, but there's some kind of a connection like twins have. Yeah. They're, yeah, twins sometimes do have a connection with each other sometimes. It's like a ESP type thing, I guess you could say. It was real weird because we only see the crew in hot working and um, so Picard and Riker were totally out of their comfort zone because they never take time to relax. And mm. Picard was saying, okay, I'm going into my room with my own music and reading and relaxing. And uh, Riker was saying, oh, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Always come something up to uh, relax. And um, he met Tasha Yar and Worf in one of the corridors and uh, Tasha Yar in Invited him to some kind of a recreation spot on uh, Square. Yeah, Starbase and um Riker said, Well you have already played enough and Wolf answered with a very fanatic It was so for Wolf, you know and you could still see and manage oh it's the Tough Klingon talk. Oh yeah, he's like we will defeat these teams. It's like he's like he's acting like he's going into battle, but it's just a game. Yeah, exactly. And well, I must confess, Riker was also a little strange in the beginning because he was, um, in one way he was looking for company. And he was checking on on everyone, first on Wesley, then on Doctor Crusher, because, and then she said, "Sorry, Will, um, I have a, a special appointment with that and that scientist with cybernetic uh, features because she wanted to know more about data, etc., etc., etc." And you could see her excitement and. Mm. Well, Riker was looking for the recreation and he couldn't find it until he found the binars at the holodeck. And she, they said, well, we just make the holodeck better. And Riker, from the start, he didn't trust them. He was saying, okay, I'm going to try the updates uh, of the uh, holodeck right now. And he stepped into the holodeck and... He painted a picture of, okay, I want jazz music, a cafe in New Orleans, and 
a beautiful woman and I want a chess trio that I can play with and oh and do you remember that then one pick up one liner of him it was something like let me see in my notes uh, what does a knockout like you in this junkie cafe or something like that in that in that way? And I was, I was thinking, Riker, can't you think of something better? Yeah, the, and when when uh, the girl showed up first, it was one girl, and he's like, mm, no, maybe something a little different. The second one pops up, he's like, oh, close. Next thing you know, the third one was kind of like a short curly hairdo showed up, and he's like. Perfect. And her name was Minuet. I, cause I yeah. remember basically her name was Minuet. And she was wearing mm -hmm. this really nice dress. And you can see Riker looked, looked at her from the legs first, worked his way up. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Riker was like, okay, I'm going to try it out. And you could also see in during the whole episode that he was uh especially with Kevin Picard is that he was uh, noticing and 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 uh explaining what it really was and what it was so real and I remember uh because also Wesley was really uh, intrigued by the Binars, no. and he was talking with them, and I must say, I didn't trust them as well. They had that air yeah, of... They were, yeah, they were, they were a bit of a mystery. Well, I don't think mystery, but it was like, they had a second phase, like, okay, we are... Uh, talking like that to you guys, but we have a second plan, which was stealing the Enterprise to go to their own planet. Planet, because it was because um, a supernova apparently was happening, and they needed help, but they didn't want to ask, so they decided they're going to steal a ship. Yeah, they were afraid that. Uh, yeah. Picard or Riker would say uh, no. So Riker was on that uh, holo program, and the Binus were thinking, okay, if he really likes that girl, and we can let him stay here on the um, holo deck. We have still someone who can get the ship to our planet. And get all the information we put into the computer to our home computer. Yeah. Like, they put a, and Picard was with them too. So they used Picard too in the same way as for Riker. And, um, cause you notice at the end, it took two people to do the work on the computer instead of just yeah, but... Riker. Picard had to help him out too. Yeah. And it was, in that way, it was really uh, weird that Picard was finding Riker on the holodeck and both were very intrigued and impressed with the character of Manuet. 
because they never mm. had Manuel was really like a real person. Yeah, she was like, well, I forget what she said to Riker, but she was talking to him and holding a pretty steady convo with him. And, but also and... to also to Picard because she talked French to Picard. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, she did. And it looks like that uh, Minuet was very involved in of evolved uh, as a holodeck character. So once again, Wesley was the one who discovered that the Enterprise were in trouble because he got some readings from the uh, engineering and that the antimatter will explode and blah 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 blah. So he, he told that to Data. And that was really, I think that was really weird because Data exactly, and I don't know, maybe the Binance has programmed, messed up with his program to get huh. this involved. And because Data put right away a message out to the whole ship of everyone has to leave the enterprise yeah i didn't yeah i didn't catch on it yeah they i'm sure what they were doing probably also did mess with data i wasn't thinking about that part huh and why does data has that permission if he didn't consult Captain Picard or Riker. Oh, that's true. He didn't. He didn't say anything to Picard or Riker either. I'm surprised. And huh. that's, but that's the weird thing. And um, Jordy was saying to him, "Data, is this the correct uh, procedure? Because Captain Picard and Riker are still on the ship." Oh. And that was after the ship left, wasn't it? And they were the last ones that um, went off the ship, beamed down to uh, Starbase 74. And um, Data was setting the Enterprise course so f as far as he could uh, from Starbase 74 because uh, the antimatter would explode the Enterprise. Yeah, and if it exploded close to the close to the uh, other docking bay place, whatever you call it, Starbase was yeah, Starbase. Because if it exploded near a Starbase, it would just wipe that ship right out. Because anti matter is no joke. No, and later in the episode, um. There was that moment that he asked his friends of, was this a mistake of me? Did I need to be on the bridge? And it was like, I can't remember that he already has his emotion chip. Well, I, I forget, what did they say again to him? I forget what the answer was. They say you can't be on the bridge all the time and... Uh, because he was painting, and it was really a good painting too. And I remember yeah. Riker, Riker was saying, "Well, uh, keep on notes, uh, 
Perhaps it will be uh, will be in a, a book about a blind man who teach a android painting. And I think Jordy and uh, Data looked at each other too when he said that. Yeah, but that was just I don't know why would it 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 sounded like negative instead of positive mm. at that time. And I think yeah. you could see Jordy looking at Data with the with the look of that he didn't like it. Yeah, because it kind of looked like Jordy was frowning when Riker said that. Yeah, but I liked the painting. It was actually pretty cool. That was a beautiful painting. Yeah. And that was also one of the scenes that it reminds me on the Star Trek Picard season one when we first see Data baiting the, oh. uh, the daughter and that um, he already knew it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he kept on painting. Yeah, he he kept on painting even after, because he didn't let it falter him. He's like, oh, I'm sure I'm, I can get better, he says in his mind. And he did, especially when in the further seasons when you see him talking to his mother, you see the paintings in his room, and there's one of his daughter, Lal. And his mm. paintings got really good. Riker also told Picard that if those characters from the holodeck programs are that real, he could actually fall in love with them. Mm. And in one way, reminds me also in another episode later on uh, this, um, that was that Jordi LaForge had a crush on Via Brom. Yeah, scientist. And he created a holodeck program of her. Yeah. And, and she apparently she was not not too pleased with him about it. No, she wasn't amused with him. No. She definitely wasn't amused when she found out. But I think that shows you how in a fantasy world you can live and really fall in love and have a crush on um, a hollow program character. And that reminds mm. me of, you remember that um, episode in Voyager that uh, Tom Paris made a hollow novel, an uh, Irish little place, and um, as always, Harry Kim has fallen in love with a woman and... Oh, oh yeah, that, that one, be... the one with the cow. Yeah, exactly that one. Uh, Paris was being funny and instead of uh, let Harry Kim kissing a girl, he changed that girl into a cow. Yep, changed her into Holstein. <laughs> and... Oh, jeez. The hologram is totally um, in that way upgraded. And Picard and Riker can't believe how real they are. You know, those, um, I think, in later episodes and also in other series, at first, 
the holodeck was created to practice. For mm. example, like the red shirts and the tactical teams to do their thing. And yeah, practice their combat training. Yeah, but I think it was very soon that they, and very fast, that they make it also like uh, for creation. Entertainment. Yeah. Entertainment, hobbies, stuff like that. Oh, you remember that whole program what Reginald Barkley had made? Oh, God. Yes, Mr. <laughs> Nervous. He had Deanna in there. He had Wesley in there. Data was in there. Uh, forget who else, but most of them Crusher, were all in there. And some of them were, yeah, some of them were the some of them were the three musketeers, and Beverly was like in a in a flowy dress saying sonnets, and Beverly told the hologram to shut up. So, for the holodeck is pretty a point in this episode. And more will come, like you already hear from us. Uh, there are more episodes with with the holodeck, but also uh, the holodeck programs that will be dysfunctional. And we saw that for the first time in the uh, episode with uh, Picard was first using it as uh, free time. And he was Dixon Hill. Yes. Yeah, he was. He was it for his free time. That one episode is Dixon Hill, when the and it malfunctioned on them, of course. Yeah, and uh, well, when we uh, still talking about the um, holodeck, so Picard came visit, or just I don't know why he was. On the holodeck, he met with Riker in Minuet, and you could see that um, Riker wanted to be alone with Minuet, and mm. that was the point that also Minuet was talking French to Picard, and you saw <laughs> Riker being freaking jealous on the captain. Yeah. He's like, whoa. He's like, whoa, dude, what the heck? Encroaching onto my territory, thanks? It's like, okay. But the weird thing also was is that Minuet and Picard noticed that of, uh, okay, uh, I have been here long enough, uh, I will leave you two alone. And Minuet was really um, trying Picard to stay. And that was really weird. So Picard uh, exit the holodeck and then he saw Red Alert. And he was thinking, what the hell is going on here? Why is it Red Alert? Also Riker came out. That was the first start that they noticed, okay, something is terribly wrong. Yeah. Something was definitely wrong there, and it was um, the oh, what are they? Those guys there—they were messing with the ship, and they're the ones who uh, made the ship go into red alert by fiddling with something and causing all these problems. Riker wanted to 
go to the bridge at first, but Picard was saying, I, I, I have no idea what's going on. I have no idea who has my ship in control. So we have to go to main engineering and let the ship self-destruct. And I think Riker was a little bit shocked that the captain would do that. Do you think that the captain would try to figure out what the heck is going on with this ship and why is it doing its thing instead of just willy-nilly going down to make the ship go boom? So they were trying to beam themselves uh, onto the bridge and they saw the binars lying there almost dead. And mm. so they could only make one more conversation with the binaries with what the hell are you doing and why are you stealing my ship? And yeah, they uh, just, they went and told them right there, I, th I think it's at the exact moment they told them what the heck was going on with their planet and how there was like a supernova getting ready to go off. Like, mm. I think that's what it was, the supernova they told them. Yeah, and I think that their planet of the Binance, uh was very effective with that because mm -hmm. I thought that the supercomputer on that planet uh, had to restore it, et cetera, et cetera, and that's why they have to go back. And so Picard figured out what he needed to do to help the Binance and contacted um, data on Starbase 74. And it, it, it looks like that data was really yet yeah, disappointed with his, himself. He, and that's what I was saying. I didn't thought that no. data already has his emotion chip because he was very <laughs> Sad and emotions were there that I was thinking, ah, oh, but he is an android. He can't do that already. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe he's just like picking up on the cues of people, maybe. Yeah, perhaps because that uh, that in that episode with Data Lore, he didn't get the emotion chip, right? That was in a later episode. Yeah, it was. Yeah, when he meets his father on the planet. Uh, yeah, brother, the episode called Brothers is when he gets the chip. Well, he's yeah. supposed to get the chip, but Laura takes it away. So, when that happens, uh, before when that happens, they went back to the holodeck and questionary question minuet. And mm. I must say, I was very intrigued by that because it was like real, you know? And she did as much as she could help. And at the end of the episode, Raiko went back with uh, the same attention that that minuet was still exist, but it wasn't. And he oh. had the same uh, pickup line what he did in the beginning. He was so disappointed when she wasn't the same anymore. Yeah, because I think it was something to do with the binaries. They kind—I of, think they kind of programmed her to, you know, be the way she was towards Riker. I think is what happened. 
but then when it, when all this thing went down afterward and they were gone i guess what they did was gone and left her so she would just crack like any normal holodeck person i'm thinking maybe the writers did that also because if they give them that advanced technology then they have to put that also up in the whole ship you know what i mean kind of because i remember they uh, put some of the intelligence into that computer there and then they had to do and then uh Riker and picard went and oh, i forget what they did but they put the stuff back towards the binaries i think if that's what you're trying to say yeah they found okay, the binary yeah. code and first it didn't work because only Riker did it. And then uh, Picard used the console next to him and did the same. And then the whole uh, data, what they put in the computer, they uh, downloaded it in the, the supercomputer on the binary planet. Yeah, and, and and it seemed to work because the binary started started uh, waking up. Yeah. So I still don't know what I have to think about those binaries. Um, do you have any thoughts about them? I don't think they're tr intentionally trying to harm the Enterprise. They. They just want to help really bad, but they're too scared to ask for help. Basically, I think is what was going on. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. So, it ends uh, all good. And so, when that happened, uh, and that was a little bit of surprising for me again. Picard takes the helm and he told Riker, Okay, Riker, you're in good hands. I will fly the Enterprise to Starbase 74. And I was thinking, Wow, that was the first time you see Picard actually doing um, the flying because I never understood what he really was before Captain, what department he was in. Yeah, that that was interesting. He's the first time he's did that in the season. He's like, well, I'm gonna see if I'm sure I can remember how to do this." That was also in uh, in the first season of Picard, Star Trek Picard, when he uh, fly the uh, La Serena Rio ship. And okay. I was also thinking that point when he did that again maybe i can i i can find out what in what department he really was when he started on starfleet because you would see of course uh, he would do the officer training but in what department was he really assigned to before yeah. he being an officer in that way first officer second officer so, I'm really curious about that. I don't know. Do you know in what department he is? 
Or shall I take a look and try to find out what it is? Yeah, maybe you should, maybe you should look it up because I don't have a clue what, what department he was in. They were in like in, before he became captain. It could have been maybe like in Data and Jordy's case department area or it could be Riker's department. I don't know. I don't know either. I think maybe it's because they are in higher rank officers, they have to be all-round officers. So they need to know what they're doing in every department. Mm. So they can understand what, uh, if there's something wrong, they can understand where, uh, for example, the chief engineer is talking about. Maybe maybe they're known as the multitasking officer. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean with the arounder. <laughs> so, um, Enterprise is coming back to Starbase 74. And you really could see the uh, members of the Enterprise that they were so glad to see the Enterprise back again. And, uh, oh, and it was also Data who was mentioned the binars of asking everyone okay where are the binars and that's why they understood what happened is there something you like to add at this episode oh there's nothing i can think of well there is one thing guys i can say when uh, this episode air later that day we will have a live discussion about this episode so go to the facebook group and there is a event message with um, that there will be a live video room session of uh, and then you can discuss with us about this episode and um, yeah maybe who knows we can do this more often in the future yeah maybe let's go uh of course we have to rate this episode still Amanda, what what is your rating oh jeez i'll let you go first this time all right i will give it a seven because although i like the story it had it could be more more detailed and more uh, feelings in it and more um, in a broader prospect. Yeah, I would say around the same for me because the episode, I don't know if you noticed, it was, seemed kind of slow in some parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of slow for that episode. I That's mostly what I found. It was slow, but it was an interesting storyline. But it was just slow. But also... It is also a an uh, interesting storyline, but yeah. I think it's um uh, how can I say this? It's like that it 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 wasn't as smooth and it mm. contradicted in a way of um I don't know. It was not like uh, if you would read it it was not that you could in one way it was same it, 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 it was like a two-part story in the way of 
two different things were happening. Yeah, it's like basically two different stories running into one. And I think they could have done more with the binars, that they have more background in it. And of course, later in the episode, uh, they explain why they stole the Enterprise, but they could do so, so much more with it. I'll probably explain more about their planet too, maybe. They could have done more episodes with them. Yeah, but also like, um, they could show the binary planet because now they just talk about it, and but you don't know how it looks like, and yeah. maybe uh, they could, when for example they restored the planet and the supercomputer, maybe they could had have a scene in with that's. Albina was contacting them and thanking them. So you could see, have a little bit of an expression what the planet looks like. Yeah, that's true. They could have showed the planet and maybe have somebody from below the planet thanking them for helping. But no. And all we got to see of the binaries was the binaries themselves. Yeah, so in one way it was slow and they could have done more in the way of the storyline and it look I had the feeling that they cutting scenes just because uh, they make that episode one part instead of two parts for example. Yeah, it could have been a two parter maybe, I don't know. Well I think because this is still the first season what we are watching, um, maybe they didn't they still are figuring out, okay, are we good enough to continue? Like they're, they're basically working out the bumps in the creeks in the first season. Mm-hmm. So, in this episode, it was my turn to ask you guys a question. Yep. So, the question I have for you is, if you were in Captain Picard's shoe and... You find out that no one is on your ship and that is red alert and you have no idea what's happening. You will go first go to the main engineering. What should do like Picard putting a self-destruct on? Hmm. Any ideas yeah, about that, that, Amanda? I thought it was a little hasty putting the self-destruct on or the way we put it. I think he could have um, gone to see where the binaries are and asked him what the heck was going on before he, before he went down there and tried to blow the ship up. But in one way, I can understand it because it's one of the most advantaged Starfleet ships there is. So you don't want, quote, the enemies, unquote, um, to have your ship. Yeah, that's but, true. You don't, okay. You don't want the enemies to have your ship. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, well, but, you know, that, that's the, the the thing, too. Um, In one way, it was hasty to take that conclusion. Because mm -hmm. in one way, that isn't Starfleet. Starfleet always investigate, and the Enterprise was a science ship. 
I, yeah, we like to hear what you guys think. So we're coming on to an end of this episode. Um, Amanda, thank you again. It was nice talking to you again. Um, yeah, we oh. will <laughs> recap another episode in about two weeks and live long and prosper. Live long and prosper, guys. Dear listeners, thank you for listening and join us in two weeks for a new episode recap. In the next episode, we will recap the episode Too Short a Season. Don't forget, later today, there will be a live discussion about this episode on the Facebook group. We'd like you to join us in this discussion. Girls Talking Track is also to listen, follow and subscribe on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, the Facebook group and the YouTube channel. If you'd like to comment on this episode or talk with us about the Star Trek episode we just recapped, you can reach out on the Facebook group and the YouTube channel of Girls Talking Track. We will see you in two weeks. Live long and prosper.